Hey friends, it's Caitlin, and you're listening to the Lifting Limitations podcast. I know it's been a little while, and I'm really excited to be here with you guys today. I've been wanting to come on for weeks now and talk about this, but every time I made room or made space to actually make this podcast happen I just felt so many things getting in my way and I think that that's life is that there's so many things we want to do in this world and we let different things just we have different priorities or emergencies come up or we feel like we're letting someone down if we don't do the thing we said we would and it gets us further and further from who we want to be and so something I've really been focusing on over the past couple weeks months now um, is what do I really want And for the first time in my life, that question does not feel selfish. Now, I'm in a really special season of my life where I am, things are about to change in a really wonderful and beautiful way in growing our family. And I feel this time is so sacred and any me time that I have these days I'm finding so much gratitude for even just being able to go to the gym to work out or go to the grocery store and not need to pack me and the kids in the car and it's a really sacred time or being able to enjoy my, get up a little bit earlier so I can enjoy my coffee and not have anyone rely on me. Um, it's, it's, this is a dream of mine to be a mom and I'm so excited for our babies to be here with us. And I'm really, really soaking this in. They say when you find gratitude, the more gratitude you you have for things. It's like what we seek, we find. And even just being able to come on to you guys today, I just feel so much gratitude for that. And this moment to be able to talk about not feeling selfish in doing the things that I want. I think as moms, women definitely struggle with finding time for themselves that doesn't feel selfish because society has made us feel like, well, when you have kids, you have to push everything else aside and 
I just believe that your priorities change in a way and it doesn't mean that we should stop tending to ourselves. So I'm reading a book right now called Minimalism Moms and it's so good. Um, it's all about decluttering really and how we have so many things in our lives that take up so much space physically, right? But also mentally, emotionally, spiritually that are doing just that. They're just taking up space and they're not allowing us to be the best version of ourselves or be the free version of ourselves. It talks about when there is clutter on the table or in the bedroom or in your office space that it takes away from your ability to focus on what is important. So when you get home from a long day and there are dishes in the dish in the sink that need to go in the dishwasher or need to be washed, instead of being able to come home and feel peaceful or be able to start right on making dinner or whatever it might be, you have to complete the task of cleaning the dishes. So what if instead of letting the dishes sit in the sink, they immediately went in the dishwasher, they immediately got cleaned. The other thing with that is what if we had less? What if you only had two plates in your house and therefore you were required to clean the plate as soon as it was dirty. So I also believe that Sam and I are very much nesting and we have been. Um, and I think this is all a part of that. As we bring the babies into this space that we've created and we call home, there's inevitably more things that are going to come into the house, but we also want to do it in a very minimalistic kind of way. Um, so we're also going through everything, like every drawer, like we, <laughs> we're trying to have a house that does not have a junk drawer, which is really hard to do. So it's an organized junk drawer is what I'm calling it because I have dividers in it. <laughs> and everything has a home. Everything should have a home, uh, I believe. So, but I just think it's such a metaphor for life is having a clean space, having a clean home, having a decluttered home allows us to be more creative. It allows us to be more at peace. It allows us to lean into the more of the things that we want to do opposed to the things that we have to do. Um, a lot of times when we think of luxury, we think of more. Think of having more. But when I personally think of luxury now I'm thinking of slowing down I'm 
thinking of time is a luxury. I'm thinking that space is a luxury. Not being pulled in 100 million billion directions is true happiness to me. And I think that's also why this time is so incredibly sacred because I'm not being pulled in a million different directions yet. And when the twins are here, I know that I am. So I'm really trying to focus on how I can work on my physical space and decluttering, but also my mind my mentality and how I'm going into motherhood and just decluttering all of the thoughts of what motherhood should be. I told Sam the other day that I, he said something like, well, shouldn't we do that? Do the whatever. I can't remember what he said. And I was like, I'm really trying to take should out of my vocabulary. And he was like, we were, we were kind of laughing about it because that's, it's a hard thing to do. So much of the things that we do are things that we should do. We should clean the dishes. We should wash our sheets. We should eat dinner. But... I want to lean more into the things that I want to do and the things I want for my family and the things I want for my future and less about what it should be or should look like. Because if I'm being real, this is not how I thought motherhood was going to look for us. I'm not even in a career I thought I would be in. I have had so many limitations put in front of me and my journey to becoming a mom and um, making money and yet I'm still here. And I'm doing things that fill my heart and soul more than any job I ever thought I would have or any way I ever thought I would become a mom. I truly believe that this path is exactly the path that I have needed to go so that I can be the best person, the best friend, the best wife, the best sister, the best daughter, the best person that I am meant to be. I'm so done with the limitations that we put on ourselves. And that's a big reason of why I named 
this podcast lifting limitations because that's really what I I feel life is life is constantly lifting the limitations that were set on us by others or sometimes ourselves but mostly it's either by society they tell us that we should be doing something in a certain way or that we have to do it by a certain time and I don't think that it needs to be that way anymore. I think we all deserve to take the time that we need to really figure out what sets our soul on fire. And it's not as easy as sitting down and giving yourself the time and space to write it out. Because believe me, I've written out so many things that I thought I wanted to do. I thought I was going to own a coffee shop by now. I thought I was going to be a VP of a company by now. I've had so many ideas of places I thought I would be by now. But my heart is so sure that I am exactly where I need to be. I pastor um, this past weekend at Easter service. He said, when God changes our direction, it's always wonderful. When God changes our direction, It's always wonderful. There are things that happen in our lives that we may not be able to understand in the moment. But it's truly the the craziest things that happen in our lives are all being... directed and guided for us. It's it's so cliche, but what if everything really was working out for us? It's not happening to us, but it's happening for us. I've just learned so much over Well, I'm coming up on my 32nd birthday in just a couple weeks, and even before cancer, even before miscarriage, even before all of that, my life was going in a direction that I was not in love with. And I didn't know how to make a change. And sometimes it happens very abruptly and it's not what we expected. But when it's part of God's plan for us, it's always so much more than we could have ever, ever imagined for ourselves.
I'm being super honest, some of the most beautiful moments in my life are the most ordinary moments. They're the moments at home with my husband. They are walking with my dog down the road, looking at the blue skies and the nature that surrounds us. It's the excitement I feel about having bees. You guys, I can't wait to have bees. <laughs> and I have, I'm looking at my seedlings that are growing right now for my flower garden that is going to bring, I just, I, I see it being something massive, but at the end of the day, it's bringing me so much joy in learning this art of gardening. It's in the ordinary moments. It's in sometimes even the mundane moments, the routines that we have that are just so beautiful. Just taking a step back and appreciating. When I had surgery in 2020 um, for breast cancer, I was unable to do certain things for myself. And if anyone has ever had any kind of surgery or illness that required them to need help from other people, you know what I'm talking about. It is, I actually said to Sam this weekend that It's hard to let people do things for you when you're, what did I say? It was, it's hard to let people do things for you when you are unable. But that is when we are most apt to ask, right? So I needed help making food. And so I was able to ask him, can you help me do this? When we are fully capable of doing things is when we don't ask. And it's when we should. There I go. I'm using the word should and I'm trying to get that out of my vocabulary. We're not meant to do this life alone. We were put here for a purpose and on purpose. The more we lean into this purpose, the more beautiful a world we're able to create. And for that, I'm grateful.
I think the hardest part about stepping into your purpose is being so worried about what other people are going to say or think. Over this weekend, I have really been contemplating that thought of why do I care what other people think? Why am I so worried about how someone else is going to see me? Why does it matter what I do in how another person sees me? Does anyone else feel that way? If you feel that way, I want to hear from you because I'm getting ready to bring on some guests for interviewing. And originally, my thought process has been to bring on business owners because that has always been so intriguing to me. And as an aspiring business owner, I have been kind of leaning in that direction. But the more I think about it, it's not just business owners that have certain limitations that they need to overcome to to get where they want to be, but it is actually every single person. And stepping into motherhood, I am noticing there are so many women out there that are overcoming things just to be who they are and and raise their children to be these incredible humans. So I'd love I'd love to hear what you guys want. I'd love to hear Well, I'd love to hear you guys write in of some limitation that was set in front of you and how you overcame it to be where you are today. And it can be any aspect of your life. Um, you can send that into our email here at liftinglimitations.podcast at gmail.com. And I will put that in the show notes uh, as well. But yeah, I think that would be really cool. We want to hear from you guys. That's what this is all about. That's what the the really cool thing about podcasting is it's all about community. Without having a community of people that are following along and excited and wanting to listen, it's just it's just me and the mic. <laughs> so you guys are the ones that make this happen. So please write into us. Let us know. Um, yeah, and what's something that you've overcome that's helped you become the person you are today? And I think that's where I'm going to stop for today. I know it's a shorter episode, but just a little bit of a little bit of everything, but some questions to ponder and um, yeah, like where where in your life could you really use a cleanup, a declutter, a revamp, 
And maybe it's a physical space or maybe it's a relationship or part of your routine that you've been wanting to make, make a change to. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being here. And I can't wait to see your emails come through with all the ways that you have overcome many things to be where you are today. All right. I love you guys. And I promise I won't go as long. (laughs) I can't wait to hear from you. Love you guys.